Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everybody to Alice McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. It is Friday. You know what that means. It's special guest co-host Friday Night Insight. To my right, Skillet World himself, my brother. Skillet is in the house. How are you, my man? Oh, um, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on your show, man. This is a long time coming. And vice versa, I need to do the favor. To return it's it's about time. To get you on the show. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, it's my honor. Oh man, there's some like delay my end. What's going on with the internet? God damn it. Either way, I, I did hear that though. It has been a long time coming. I'm glad we finally got there. Uh, guys, you're in for a treat tonight. We're going to be talking about some of the news that's going on in the wrestling business. Contract news. God damn, it's happening every single day. There's contract news. Jericho's obviously in the news as well. He's making the best of the NHS, you best believe. We will get into that and more right here on Wrestling Day. Uh, again, Friday night special, Skillet in the house, you see it there, the CM Chris himself, if you want to follow Skillet, which you should, for some piping hot takes, make sure you get on Twitter and do that. For those of you that aren't aware, but you might be, Skillet used to be a part of Gorilla Position, That's right. uh, a UK luminary it was in wrestling podcast. We had Ash Rose on the show the other week, another great part of that show, um, man. I, I still hope it comes back. I, I think it was a part of the fabric of British wrestling for a while, man. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I felt like we, we were really onto something there. You know, myself, Ash, James, big up Matt, big up Kev Clifton. Um, and yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully we might be making a return. But who knows? It's uh, it's it's all up in the air. But yeah, I love those guys. It's nice. Yeah, a lot of people speculate this. Oh, there was some turmoil between the GP brothers. It was none of that. We all love each other, de- love each other dearly. You know what I mean? So nothing like that. Get out, speculation. Get out. We won't have it. Uh, <laughs> awesome, though, to finally have you on the show, man. Like, Skillet's a guy who I've been to many kind of press and media days, and I've always enjoyed uh, watching you do your thing. And when I get to talk to him, I think, man, I like the way that guy thinks about wrestling. So it was about time. We got together and had a chat. If you guys want to have your say on this show tonight, remember, wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. That means you guys can dictate what we talk about and you can believe that me and Skillet are going to go off in different directions and have some conversations tonight. And you guys are welcome to set the tone. Also, you know the rules. If you want to have something in the live chat, hit me with a Q. You just put Q before your comment. I know it's a question. You can ask myself and Skillet anything you like, whatever you like. 
hit us with the goods. Um, you know, first thing first, Skillet, we like to do the titular news here. And one thing that broke today is that Kyrie Sane is no longer under WWE contract. Now, we know last year that her deal changed somewhat. She wanted to go back to Japan. I believe she got married. Um, and she was going to be based there. And the original idea, this is what I was told at the time, is that she was going to be one of the head trainers of NXT Japan. The pandemic happened, obviously, which slowed all of that. And, and she had, and the WWE had, didn't really play out in Japan. Still, she was under contract, uh, but obviously didn't come back to America to wrestle. Now that she's a free agent skillet, do you think Kyrie Sane could wrestle again? Is it a stardom job? Or could Kenny Omega make a big play for Kyrie Sane? Well, uh, to answer the, the, the last question, I really hope he does. I, I always assume that she was... Wasn't the fact that she left WWE because she was homesick initially. Wasn't the fact that she wanted to go back to Japan and see her family again. So I guess, I was guessing all that time she was off, well, I guess she was still in contract, but all that time she wasn't wrestling for WWE. Was she in the States? Was she in all that time? So when, um, when you know, when she was written off TV yeah. and it was in the Bailey Sasha thing, yeah. um, she went back to Japan yeah. at that point. And obviously travel at that point was really one way, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you know, you couldn't get in and out for quarantine and all that stuff, but she wanted to go back and be with her husband, I believe. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's been some time now where she hasn't wrestled in ring. I'm hoping she's getting the itch, the itch for it again to, to, to wrestle again. And I really hope she does wrestle in AEW. I would love for Kenny to put all the money out and get her into AEW because she's an outstanding talent, for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Kyrie fan. Uh, I mean, and of course, Kenny, he loves his jogies and we know that uh, that's one of their big things over there in AEW. Like when the things have started to open up, you Yuka Sakazakis and and all of those, and everyone knows what I think of Yuka. But um, <laughs> for Kyrie, man, like I just wonder, like you know, kind of, kind of how B Priestley now Blair Davenport, when she was with Stardom, and she just flew in, did a shot with AEW, and she would go back to Japan. Mm. I wonder if Kyrie Sane would be interested in something like that because with WWE, obviously they wanted her there on the road doing bits but with an AEW schedule maybe Kyrie could be tempted man I think yeah. it would be a huge coup for AEW if they could grab her man no absolutely and, and and like you just said you just you just hit the nail on the head right there like the fact that she can just go back and forth still be at home still with her family still with her husband and and still do you know apply her trade in America because I don't feel I feel like she hasn't I don't think she would be fully um, content with her display of what she can do that she's shown already in NXT and whatnot. I think she felt like there's still a lot more she could have shown us. So the fact that she can probably do both in Japan and in the States with AEW is probably definitely the play for her. Yeah, there's more to do. There's more to do for Kyrie. We know this. Uh, elsewhere in the news, before we jump into some more topics, Chris Jericho hospitalised in <laughs> Wales as part of his UK tour with Fozzy. Um, man, Jericho looked like he was having a great time. <laughs> Yeah, he was doing so all fun. the towns in the UK. <laughs> so what what happened? What, what, what hospitalized in what way? 
I'm, I'm not even sure <laughs> what's happened with Jericho. I don't know. All I know, uh, I actually, I don't, I'm laughing like I'm laughing like it's funny. It's not, but um, <laughs> I'm not it laughing at Jericho's uh, plight. But, yeah. uh, say that again. I said it could be very serious. We don't know when it is, but uh, I hope I hope he's all right. Yeah, it could he be. Taking photos in the UK, taking taking photos in in uh, Oxford Street, and he was all over the place. So yeah, I'm, I'm hope he's all right. Yeah, I hope he's all right, man. Like like I said, he was. In, I, I spoke to Jericho before he came on the UK tour, and he was really excited about uh, coming over and and seeing people again and getting back and and doing the tours. And for you know, I know he's had to cancel the show in Swansea. Mm. But looking at the uh, the reports, they're saying he was checked into hospital by doctors, non-COVID-related treatable health issue. That's as vague as it is. So treatable, good news. Uh, they have said that there'll be updates for Saturday's show in Nottingham and Sunday's show in London, but they haven't counted them yet. All they've done is cancel the Swansea show that would have been tonight. So it seems like he'll be okay, but... I don't know. Maybe Jericho parted a little too hard. Who knows, Skillet? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. It probably was. It probably was that. But who knows? Like you said, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say here at this point that we have an ultra chat from Carol Wands Rowcroft, who has been a good egg for six months. Wow, great run, Carol. Uh, half a year of fun times, she says. This is the best place to be. Wow, thank you, Carol. Uh, so glad I get to celebrate such a great milestone with friends. P.S. Love you, Chris. Listen, uh, Skillet will be un blissfully unaware of this, but CM Chris, who is here in the chat, yeah. these two met in the chat of our show, Skillet. Uh, and now crazy. they're a couple. Oh, that's lovely. That is amazing. There you go. You see, this is what you're you, doing, Alex. You see, you see what your platform's doing, Alex? You're bringing people together. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You, you are the new <laughs> brother love. That's what you are. You're the new brother love. <laughs> I thought you was gonna. I thought you was gonna say I'm, I'm Richard Blackwood. You oh, know, no. back in the. <laughs> no, no. I think I, I don't know. Is that... No, I love Richard Blackwood. I'm not gonna insult Richard Blackwood. I love him. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd rather be brother love. That's an no, MTV I... throwback. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you would. You would rather be brother love. <laughs> I. I uh... Do you know what you're saying about bringing people together? I need to I need to show you these goods. Uh, if anyone hasn't clocked on to what I'm wearing, it was Xmas jumper day at Talksport Towers today. So you know I had to represent properly. Look at this. Sit your eyes on this. It is. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> One of my all-time You know what? If I was to get a Christmas jumper, WWE themed, it will have to be an image of the Macho Madness himself. So you've done you've done really well there, Alex. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Listen, you have to go. If you're going to go in, you got to go as hard as you can. And this was the hardest jumper I could find. Uh, <laughs> Guys, if you have Christmas jumpers, hit me up. Let me know. I want to see. Um, Mod Mother is right, by the way. There is a delay in our connections for some obscure reason. Um, so there's some temporary pauses going along. But we're working on it. We're working through it. I've tried to cancel some stuff in my house. To, I don't know if it's my end or whatever is going on. But we're trying, guys. We're trying. Uh, listen, they're, lo they're loving the rant. <laughs> 
the macho man Randy Savage impression from Skillet. Look at that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, very, years of practice. That's what that is. Years of practice. <laughs> well, while we're here, Skillet Man, let's tell the people a little bit more about yourself because you're involved with a couple of different things, right? Like, uh, you, you work on the BBC Extra podcast, right? Is is that yeah, is that yeah, correct? So, um, yeah. So I do, I do that. Go on, man. Tell us a little bit about you, like, because I've seen you at these events before, and to me, it was like, oh man, like, I, I like this guy, but I didn't really know much about your backstory. Right. Well, thank you. Well, yeah. So basically, how this whole thing, I've, I've been a massive wrestling fan since the age of five. The first ever wrestling match I ever watched, I was at my cousin's because I didn't, I couldn't, my family didn't have Sky at that time. So I watched it at my cousin's. And the first ever match I ever watched was Hogan, <laughs> Warrior, WrestleMania uh, six. Yeah, WrestleMania six. And I think, I think the cartoon, the superhero style of Ultimate Warriors is what sucked me in. And as obviously, as you get older, I was actually quite privileged to have older brothers that was also into wrestling as well. And they were, they were also into tape trading and they were into like, you know, so I, I was lucky enough not only to watch WWE at a really early age, but I was lucky enough to watch New Japan at an early age, WCW. So I, I just started really learning about how this wrestling world works and, and um, you know, forming you know, I would say wrestling, you know, Mark educated opinions on how wrestlers wrestle when, you know, my favorite wrestler of all time is Bret Hart, you know what I mean? So, and, and that was from a young age. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so I, I think from a, from a young age, I really, really got into the art of wrestling itself. Um, but anyway, fast forward to how I got into doing wrestling journalism or wrestling podcasting. Um, I used to make music. I, well, I still kind of do make music, but for, for a full-time gig, I was doing music for a long time. And, um, uh, some of my songs were able to have like a cult following and I was invited to one extra uh, studios one time to promote my album Skillet Bang which you can still purchase on iTunes and Spotify and all streaming purpose everywhere anyway um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, DJ Ace had me on his show and we just we just talked wrestling like we didn't really talk any, like we talked a bit about my music and we promoted myself <laughs> a bit but, but we just had a really strong connection with wrestling and I just remember a lot of people the feedback we got afterwards was like you two should just do a wrestling show and uh, fast forward a few weeks later Ace invited me to a studio in uh, I think Kensal Rise and he was like yo our first guest is Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle was in the first ever episode of the kick wow. Yeah, and that's because of Ace. That's Ace's connection. That ain't nothing to do with me. But, but um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. And since then, that's when the Kick Out podcast was born. And uh, we would just used to do like little, you know, we would do uh, regular content like how you do every day, um, every week, Alex. And um, you know, we put it out. I mean, just started building momentum. We were invited to do WrestleMania thirty two. Was that the Texas one? Yeah, thirty two. Yeah, in Texas. Yeah, um, we were invited to do that, so we did that. And that's when I met James, James Delo, and um, the Gorilla Position guys, and they loved my energy. And we just, it's just the rest is history. I just started following. Not only did I do the kick out, but I also was doing the, the Gorilla Position stuff, and um, it kind of rolled from there. And since then, I've just been able to be, you know, lucky to be amongst yourselves and others and uh interview wrestlers um you know just for fun you know look at look at cm chris he's he's so quick on your game look at that oh, he thank knows. you, Skill music, chris, right thank you. Like, this guy he needs to be my agent <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's on it he's on it I will get somewhere with this. Look at it. There's a lot of love for Skillet going on right now. I like yeah. it. Skillet is legit, says Chris Petru. He's very knowledgeable of wrestling and has great taste in the product as well. There Thank you, you so much, Chris. That's, that means um, a lot. Thank you. 
two things on what you just said. One, uh, I've met DJ Ace, I think, three times now, and he's been nothing but super, super cool to me. That is a very cool guy. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, again, he's he's got such a cool demeanor. And then you start talking wrestling and you, and you could just kind of see the, the, the passion. I, I love that. I love that in people. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And secondly... Uh, you saw the kind of music I dig, Skillet. Yes. You've seen this on uh, yes. on uh, on Spotify. Now, not, not not a lot of people know this, right? But I'm a big New Jack Swing. Uh, I'm big like R&B, early '90s, uh, even late '80s, to be fair. Um, and like, I'm a, I'm an old school kind of guy. Like, I, I like the smooth stuff. So, like, is 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 Skillet World music? Is that for me? I think I, I think. Uh, were, were you into Were you into rap heavy? Because obviously, I feel you yeah, and I, I, I yeah, I right. that for sure. Yeah, so I feel like you might like some of my songs. I think with me, I'm very versatile with my music. I kind of like it's a strange thing to say, and it's probably not the smartest thing to do. But I feel <laughs> if if you're an artist, you just want to express yourself. Do you know what I mean? You don't like I don't know. Like personally, yeah. I obviously I'll be lying to you if I said to you, oh. I never want to make money of music. That, that's a lie. Of course, I would love to make a living out of music. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? You know what I mean? But I just feel like I'm, I just, I just love to express different types of ranges of, of, of hip hop or grime and how I can rap differently. Or, or, or um, today I'm going to talk about my trials and tribulations on Tinder. Or today I'm talking about why I say the word skein. It's just very obscure subject matters to talk about. But for some reason, some people, yeah. 
but some people, it resonates with some people. So it might resonate with you. And a lot of my videos I do is very comical. I make I make fun of myself. So I don't like to take myself too seriously because that's how I am in real life. I don't like to take myself too seriously as, as in, in real life either. So so I kind of convey everything that I am into my music. But it, it's not everybody's cup of tea. You notice these things. Sometimes you play a new song in a room full of friends. You're like, yeah, so I've got this new song. And everyone's like, and everyone's just on their phone. Just like. <laughs> it's like and then, like, there's no opinions being expressed and you're like cool man all right let's go but yeah all right yeah yeah but that's that's part of it isn't it like yourself alex you you know when you, you you might you put a lot of stuff up with what you do and you might get a lot of backlash a lot of people might not like what you say how you feel about things but you still move on you, yeah, still, yeah. Do what, you still do what you do you know mate I, i've learned uh, particularly with twitter like as, as my following has got bigger sometimes i just like i just think i'm gonna sit this play out like there'll be like this whole discourse going on about certain whatever. And then I'll get some people like either put me in the comments going, oh, what, like, Alex, what do you think? Yeah. And I'm like, mm, yeah. not for me. I just yeah. like, cause you just know, like even today, a good example. I read, I watched um, Tony Khan's interview with my good friend, Robbie Fox. Uh, and I was like, oh wow. He said some interesting stuff in there. And I, and I as soon as I tweeted what he thought about Sting, I thought, oh, why have you done that, Alex? Because like the first few comments that came in, right? You, it's, it, immediately you've like made this divide, right? Where there was these WWE fans versus AEW fans, and I was like, oh, that's not the intention, but that's what happens, right? Yeah. So um, the 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 more you put stuff out, the more aware you become of how people will receive things or won't. Um, but man, I'm going to check out your music because I tell you what, at the very least. You and I need to hit up like a jazz or, or like New Jack Swing night. We need to, we need to no, make something happen. One hundred percent, brother. We will and we will. We're gonna hit up one of these New Jack Swing nights. These, you know, these guy and 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 Teddy Riley and all those. Oh, things. Teddy Riley, brother. We're gonna, we're gonna do that, brother. I've got, I've got, I've got some friends who kind of throw these kind of. I've never really, if I'm honest with you, I've never really attended these nights, but they do look amazing. They look amazing. I see it on their Instagram posts, and it, it, they do look like people who've come out there and they. Dance to you know, new way groove and 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 groove and yeah groove me come on. that's one of my favorite Good songs that's one of my yeah. favorite songs. yeah so and that's I think so you know there's probably a bit of a market there for you and I to kind of you know <laughs> I'm, mate, I'm telling you I'm telling you mate it's got to be tapped into the way you know you know kick them out of the way with the slapping the fight as we do it and um and take over you know yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Do you know what. I know a brother who likes a similar music is SB3, and he says, "Glad to see Skillet on the show. Awesome crossover. I'm big loving the fact. Big up there. I love those guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, they're great, man. Look, oh, what about this though? We need to. We need oh, Skillet no, back. No. no, Chris, you do not. Chris, you do not. I was Chris. I have no shame in saying this, even though I, I'd like to think I have a great wrestling brain. On that particular night, I was probably <laughs> the worst." Quizlevania guest ever. I don't know what happened. My mind drew blank. I was terrible. But they have invited Luke. Shout out to Luke Owens. He has invited me back on the show. So maybe, maybe when I feel a bit more confident again. Redemption. Yeah. Redemption one day, yeah. brother. One 100%. day. Uh, listen, with the news at the moment, we, we've learned in the past couple of days. So Sean Rossap has said that Johnny Gargano, free agent, did not accept WWE's offers. He has now tweeted, he's putting merchandise on PWTs, which is generally a sign that they're a free agent. Um, yeah. PW Insider has now come out and said that Kyle O'Reilly is also 
a free agent. It's worth noting that Dave Meltzer did say at some point that their angles were done with the intention that perhaps they would come back at some point. Mm-hmm. So is this WWE acting kind of arrogantly like they did with Brian Danielson, where they thought he'll come back, you know, whatever, we'll let them have their time. They'll come back. Question is, Skillet, Gargano, O'Reilly, what are they doing? Are they both AEW bound? Um, I strongly believe Kyle is AEW bound. I do too. Um, I think Gargano could have a good chance of playing this really smart here where he could actually have the freedom to kind of wrestle where he wants and even maybe pick up some AEW gigs. You know how you do those, you know how they normally do those one-off gigs and somebody showed up at random Battle Royale or have a one-off match. But then yeah, yeah. Gargano could probably do something like that. I honestly do believe um, Gargano, I could, the kind of guy that he is, not to say that I know him personally, but the kind of guy <laughs> that he strike me as, because he, he does seem like a really nice, down-to-earth, honest human and I think he does really, truly does appreciate everything Triple H and Shawn Michaels has done for him. Yeah, I can see Gargano doing what he needs to do, having his creative freedom in wrestling, but actually is going to come back to WWE. I can see Gargano going back and keeping his word. Kyle, on the other hand, I can see Kyle having a great time with his boy Adam Cole and Bobby Fish. And he'd be like, WWE who? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can see that as well. But I think Gargano is, yeah, I think he will go back for sure. The only, the only thing for me is like everything you just said about Gargano, which I agree with, I think that did also apply to Adam Cole. Like Adam Cole was proper Shawn Michaels and Triple H's guy. Um, he was embedded there. And it was only because he wanted to go work with his friends, right? Like the Bucks. Uh, and, it's you know, that's a situation that he wanted to put himself into. With Gargano, there's a lot of stuff in play. Like, I, again, he's even putting out the T-shirts today, like, a part of me was like, oh, I wonder if he's just doing that. But, mm. you know, his wife is there, pregnant, under contract for a while. Might be a bit strange for him to take the leap now if he was going to do that. But, at the, I mean, I could see both of them in AEW because you look at Gargano and his indie run before WWE, he's definitely got a lot of friends there. Uh, I think if I'm Gargano and I'm looking at the main roster and how they've treated people coming out of NXT of his ilk, yeah, I'm probably thinking AEW is for me. But at the same time, AEW is only there's only a finite amount of spots, right? Like, exactly. exactly. I mean, it, you've seen with a lot of different people that uh, you know, and Miro is a great example of when he first came into the company. Like sometimes you have to bide your time because Tony Khan's already got so much mapped out, he can't just slot you in. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I I don't know. I think with Gargano, <laughs> like with O'Reilly, <laughs> with O'Reilly, it's more obvious, right? Because like you said, the, the undisputed era guys are there. Gargano, a whole new thing, yeah, it's a bit tougher. The, the, the only thing I would say that would work for Gargano if he did go AW is knowing that certain stars have a shelf life. Like, you know, Brian and the, and the punks, they ain't going to be there for 10 years. They're going to be there for maybe yeah. two, three or four. So if they drop out, Gargano could probably slip in where Brian, you know what I mean? If they build Gargano yeah. enough, that could probably happen. Um, another thing I was going to say, I hate what you're saying about the Adam Cole point, but I Gargano didn't experience the, the point that totally just made Adam Cole say, no, I'm going, which was the, the insult of we're going to put you with Keith Lee and cut your hair. 
Cause uh, you're not a wrestler. You're not a wrestler. Uh, you're small. Cut your uh, hair. And we're gonna put you with Keith Lee, who we're gonna sack in six months' time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like because because Cole experienced that, he was like, Well, thank you, Vince. See you later. <laughs> You know, right. you know what I mean? If so, they said that to Cole, that's what they said to Gargano. One hundred percent. I'm hoping Vince and Gargano has never had a conversation. I'm hoping everything between Gargano and WWE has just been Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and it's all nice and sweet and lovely. That's what I'm hoping. No, this might walk past Gargano again. Like, that Where's my coffee? Where's my coffee? <laughs> so I'm, I'm a wrestler, Vince. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We need a new mouthpiece for uh, Damien Priest. I don't know. That's probably what Vince is thinking. Exactly. Who knows? Just Who knows what the fuck fucking names out of the air? You know, just making things up. Uh, <laughs> Sat says Gargano the ref. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, mate. Uh, what I was going to say is now that we're entering the home straight of the show, I want to ask Skillet some questions to, to get to know his wrestling tastes a little bit better. And I'm going to start off with an easy one. I'm going to start off with an easy one. And guys, if you have these questions too, hit us in the live chat. Q, you got a question for Skillet in wrestling taste. You're going to get the tone very quickly. But I know what his answer is going to be here, only because he's told me before, but he also mentioned it earlier in the show. Skillet, Sean or Brett? Brett Hart all day. And I love Sean, but it's Brett Hart all day. All day. See, I like it that you're balanced, though, right? Yeah. Like, you, you can appreciate that both were were amazing, but I, I, I'm with you too. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Brett guy. Okay, just like Shawn Michaels. Obviously, Shawn Michaels, genius. One, he has arguably one of the greatest matches of all time in WWE. His matches speaks for itself. He's just in ring genius. But Brett, I just feel like if you just, I think you can watch all of Brett's matches, apart from the one with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. And and be yeah. and be just like you just catch something new every time. He's just so ahead of the game, man. And he just changed. He changed wrestling for me. Brett changed wrestling for me. Sure. I, I honestly like, and, and I know so many people have said this, but I wish we could have seen Owen do more because I feel like Owen had all the hallmarks of Brett. But I would argue actually had a, a deeper locker. That sounds crazy to say. No, but like he, he, it, in you know what I'm saying though. Like yeah. in terms of the way he worked, he could do so much. One hundred percent. I really feel like we're. I feel like we were robbed that we never got the top, top run for yeah. Owen. Um, Rock or Austin? I love The Rock. Don't get me wrong. I love The Rock. The Rock is one of the most quotable wrestlers I've ever quoted, apart from Ric Flair. Ric Flair and The Rock I quote all the time. And The Rock, you know, made my childhood. Mwah. But Austin really made my childhood. Does that make any sense? And for me, it's yeah. Stone, yeah, for me, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, for sure. You see, I, I, I'm a well, um, <laughs> well publicized rock mark. Everyone knows this. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I, like, don't get me wrong, I was a huge Austin guy um, as a kid. And if anyone ever asked me, like, who was who's the biggest star or whatever in the history of wrestling, it, it is Austin. Like, what, what he did from a business standpoint and where he drove the industry to, you can't touch Austin. Who's my personal favorite? It's still The Rock. Like, I love yeah. Rock. He's my guy. Yeah. But um, I'm not like, you know, I'm not stupid about it. Austin was, Austin I'm was a game sure, Alex, game I'm sure you felt the same way I felt when you saw Austin come out when the glass shatter and you, wow. when he was, and you weren't expecting him. 
And you were going on like you were there in the stadium. I, I've never seen Austin live, apart from WrestleMania 32 when he came out. But I've never seen him wrestle live in my life. But every time he was on my TV screen, I would feel like I was in that crowd. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That is the yeah, thing yeah, Austin used to give me. I used to go crazy in my front room. My mom and dad would be like, what are you, what are you shouting at? <laughs> it's Austin. <laughs> Austin, mom. <laughs> you know. You yeah. know who it is. Get in here. Get in the here, knee, girl. The knee brace. The finger pointing. Huh? <laughs> He was incredible. I don't care what anybody says. He he was incredible. He was incredible. Oh, Eli says, uh, question, best heel of all time? That's a very good question. Because... So, it's so tough because it depends what the criteria is, right? Yeah. And it's like, if you want to talk about what actually a heel is, because you have some mm -hmm. great heels, but they're cool and they're likable and you love them. But if you talk about someone in that you despise and did their job to convey hatred. Do you get what I mean? Yes, yes. Who's Listen, that? Listen, I'm going to throw this at you. While you're thinking about it, I'm going to throw this at you. Yeah. And people are not going to like it, but I'm going to say it. One of, of the greatest heels, uh, and I'm judging this on somebody who had real, tangible, nuclear heat, right, at a time. But not only that, he made his foils so much better. His baby faces went on to be some of the biggest the industry has ever seen. 2000 Triple H is an amazing okay. heel, right? Now, you're not wrong, by the way. And and I'm glad you mentioned, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned, two, did you say, are you saying the year 2000? Yeah. Yes. I am saying the year Alex, 2000. You are my guy, Alex, because you understand what I'm saying. Now, yeah. now, Triple H gets a lot of slack. Right, and because of that 2003 2004 run that he did, even though he yeah. had some good, he still had some good matches in between those. We don't forget Booker T, we yeah. Don't the Booker T thing was heartbreaking for me, and um, I, I'm glad he dropped the belt to Benoit. I'll give him that, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. really say his name, but you know what I mean. But um, <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> but 2000 Triple H, that whole year, that string of pay per views, that whole year, the the, the title defenses, the matches that he had. He was out. I don't care. And, and then that year, he actually won a PWI Wrestler of the Year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did. So definitely, I totally agree with you. One of the greatest heels of all time, Triple H. I was going to say, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Ted DiBiase. The reason why I'm going to yeah. give a shout out to Ted DiBiase, because that man never was a face. Never. Sa'in Yangi says, Jake the Snake Roberts, trust me, 91 yes. and 92. Yes. Yes. That's a very good challenge. It's a very good Absolute challenge. one of the best answers. Absolutely. Jenny Snake's up there is one of the greatest heels of all time. But some heels that they, they turn face. And I feel DB Austin never did that. You know what I mean? Mm. See, I mean, you could say like Ric Flair at the apex of the four Ric horsemen Flair. was like, you know, when, when he was again opposite Dusty. Again, that's, that's, like you, you... that was the first name that sprang to mind when you asked me that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can make a great case for that. You really could. But um Sati Nyangi is saying, who had a better brief WWE run, Jerry Lynn or Kid Cash? Jesus. I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest, Kid Cash didn't really, in my opinion, he didn't really have much memorable matches in the WWE. Like I had, remember I remember Jerry Lynn being like the lot heavyweight champion in like 2001. For yeah, he was a lot heavyweight champion. He had a few matches at RVD. Obviously, it wasn't the same ill because the ECW matches. Nah. Um, yeah. He was a light heavyweight champion, definitely. He had a few matches at RVD, he had a few matches at X Park and whatnot. Uh, 
um, Kid Cash, he, did he not have a cruiserweight run in the mid, early 2000s, 2004? Yeah, well, like 2003, 2004, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he had a cruiserweight run, but I'm going to say Jimmy Lynn. Yeah, I would too. I mean, that's, that's a real difficult question. Like, there's no, there's no <laughs> clear winner. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jerry Lynn. Um, what else have we got going on here? We've got some good questions going on here. Oh, wow. This is a tough one. Uh, Carol Wan says, question for Skillet. Becky or Flair or Bailey or Sasha? That's hard. Carol, why do you have to do that to me, man? Um, <laughs> uh, damn, that's really hard because... L- listen, put, putting the four horsewomen in order is like the hardest thing you can do. It's yeah. it's so difficult. Um, I'm gonna. I have to be. I have to give credit where credits due, and I have to be honest because uh, you got to look at consistency of matches. You got to look at performances from, you know, their debut in NXT from 014 to present day, and who's put on uh, consistently matches that I felt that are like five star or brilliant or. Like, I'm going to say Charlotte, <laughs> Sasha, Becky. Oh, but I love Bailey, though. I don't know. This is hard. But I'm going to say Charlotte and Sasha are the top two. But then, then I feel disservice to Bailey and Becky, but it's hard. It's a hard one. Thanks for that. Yeah. Like, to, I mean, it's tough. Like, it, to me, oh, shit, it's hard. Um, I think Sasha Banks has got the best body of work of all of them. I I agree, um, but the, the, I agree with you. Like, yeah, I agree. I didn't I didn't say that. I'm did just I? you know yeah. thinking. Yeah, take over Helena Sales. What she did with Bianca, like she has got. You could argue in the top ten women matches in WWE history, she's got maybe four of the top five. Like you mm-hmm. could you could make that argument. Yeah. I think I think Charlotte Flair has been unbelievable on pay per view as well. Like she. She's had it like it, we all know she's why she has her detractors, but man, you between the bell to bell, that that girl's incredible. Um, I've got a question for you, Alex. Becky's the biggest. Go on, go sorry on. To cut you. Sorry to cut you off. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, go hit me. What do you think is the out of the four horsewomen matches, right? And it's not including the matches I'm going to mention, doesn't include all the four horsewomen, but the obviously Sasha. Okay. Sasha Bailey, obviously NXT uh, Brooklyn won. Obviously, it's yeah, probably, yeah. arguably the best women's wrestling in WWE history. But would you also say Asuka Charlotte at WrestleMania uh, in New Orleans? Thirty-four. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was there for Charlotte we, Oscar. Yeah, I so was there. I. So was I. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was unbelievable. Right, like I, I, there were so many people that were mad. They were mad that Oscar's streak was dropped. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. I was like, well, look, if she's going to lose it to, you know, the cream of the crop, that's fine. And the match was killer. You know, I, I feel like Oscar's been done dirty several times since. But, um, yeah, definitely. I, st- I still think, like, for what it meant moving forward, Sasha and Bailey is probably the pace setter. Probably. I think you're right. I, you're right. I, I agree. Let's have a look what else we've got going on here. Assad says, if WWE lost the war and WCW was still here today, who do you think would have been the WCW world champion after Booker T? That's a great question. Um, uh, Are we assuming 
So hang on, if WWE lost the war, that means that WCW create everyone control, and they would have picked up WWE talent, presumably. Yeah, I'm assuming that's the question. They would have acquired WWE's talent, so it would have been The Rock, uh, <laughs> which happens. You know anyway. what? This is funny. It would be yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it happened yeah, anyway. But it would have been. It would have been. It would have been. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? Um, I interviewed Eric Bischoff once, and um, I don't know if you remember this promo, but do you remember when? He gives him the world title and he says something like, if I was still had WCW, if I had had you in my ranks, I do. like, you know, I would have grabbed you. And I, when I interviewed him, I asked him, I was like, did you mean that? And he was like, no, <laughs> he was like, nah, that was, that was written for me. I didn't mean that at all. I was like, oh, all right. So he's no, he's no big triple H guy. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he, he did not. He shot that right down. Yeah, Bishop, um, Bishop would have loved The Rock. 100%. Oh, oh The Rock would have been, been The Rock. And that's what happened anyway. So, you know. Yeah, there you go. That's a great question, but also equally a great answer. Question from Marjo32. Worst faction of all, in all of wrestling, I assume. Um, today? Ever? I mean, I ever. There's mean, a lot of there's a yeah, lot of people. I think it means ever. What was the... Um, the League of Nations was, were really bad. That wasn't good. X Factor was terrible. And you're, you're dealing oh, with the... Was I got everything I ever wanted. And, oh, terrible. What What was the name? Who was that? X Buck, Just Incredible, and Albert. Yeah. Stunk. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it horrible. Horrible. Yeah. What was the name of the other teams? Did you like? Did you like other teams? I didn't like the other teams. The other teams. Um, yeah, yeah, Kurgan and shit. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't like them. Like, but you know, they're, they're coming out and they're going. Like, um, Kurgan was a horrible wrestler as well. Horrible. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. They had the South Park toy. That's about as good as it got. And that was, Earth, um, that was Earthquake, wasn't it? That had the Cartman... Yes, yes, it was, yeah, yeah. They did my man dirty. dirty. John Tenter, rest in peace, John. They did you dirty before you died, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, they really did. They had... Um, the Union was another one that, like, could have been good, but they just had it for, like, two weeks and then went, nah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like we're missing I think... poor factions. We're definitely missing some moody bad ones. There's some moody ones in WWE, man. Um... I, I, like, I like, I tell you what, this is one. I love the corporation and I love the Ministry of Darkness. The corporate ministry stunk. Yeah, that I stunk. agree. I agree. That was you. just like, they, they were just making stuff up as they went along. Yeah. Um, but the thing is about back then, even though they weren't doing that, it, it still paid off. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I, was, I was entertained. And I guess that's the star power of the likes of Austin and The Rock. Like today, oh, when, yeah, today when they're trying to make things up, it doesn't pay off today. It's, just, it's not gonna happen. Nah, I, mean, I think the League of Nations, when you look who was actually in it and what they could have done with them, that could have been a lot. Like Bad News Barrett, at, you know, at the time could have been a lot more. We all know he should have been a world champion. Um, Miro, look at him now, Rusev, then yeah. he was nothing. Del Rio just sucks anyway. Yeah, um, and Sheamus was in a weird holding pattern as well, where his baby face run hadn't worked and they were trying to flip him and it was just, yeah. 
Um, I love Seamus. I they've all like come it. out and said, I like Seamus. But they've all so, come out and said that the whole purpose of the group was just to put over Roman, which, I mean, they, they were destined for failure, weren't they? Yeah, that wasn't going to work. All right, I think like we're definitely missing some vital poor factions out there, but I think we've answered the some. jump squad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the jump squad. The jump squad that was there was supposed to be a comedy, innit? They were never really. I feel like I mean we're just I, talking. I never, like, we're talking WWE now. Like you want to extend it to like you know WCW and TNA. Oh, There's oh, oh my god. god, oh god. I mean, in WCW, I didn't like. I didn't like the filthy animals. I hated that faction. I hated. I hated. Um, I didn't even like NWO. NWO uh, Black and Red. I didn't like that. I hated that. I yeah. hated that man. That diluted the hell out of it. One hundred percent. That was terrible. Um, I think I remember. Uh, what was the um, the military faction? The Booker T changed his name back to GI Bro, and and uh, Hugh Morris changed his name to General Erection. Oh. What were they oh, called again? Like you- was that not New Blood Rising? I don't know. What were they no, New Blood about? Rising was on the cusp after that, but there was like a military yes. that was just... <laughs> it was oh. so it was There's a mess of things going on in my mind right now. Like, like, Aces and Eights was... A lot of people complained about that. Like, the payoff was not what people had hoped for. No. But then... No. I, but I, wouldn't I, say, I, thought, I wouldn't say it's a bad faction, though. I wouldn't say it's a bad faction. No, I wouldn't say it was the worst. And also, <laughs> I, I, I very fondly remember the main event Mafia. I was a big fan. <laughs> uh, like Mafia were hilarious, but exactly. I don't, I don't like this narrative. Someone, not not everyone's narrative, but there's a little bit of a narrative with certain podcasts that try to say that they're like a, a, a great faction. Um, I'm not. Oh, gonna, I don't know about great. Yeah, yeah. They try to put them over heart, um, over heart foundation. Uh, I nearly broke my life. Who said this? I, so big up rest things. I love rest things. I love them. I don't know your brothers as well. Oh, I love them, but I don't know your brothers I'll as well. Them now. But but um they did a they did a little show shout out to Max WrestleMania UK and there was a debate about factions and they someone had the nerve to say main event mafia over heart foundation and I'm telling you Alex Alex oh I, nearly, I nearly I nearly had a heart attack bro I nearly I could, I had to you know you get so triggered you had to close the lap, I had to close it I had to close it I was so pissed I'm about to, I'm about to wake my kids up and tell them that's how bad that is <laughs> they they need to know they need to know what blasphemy has been spoken. <laughs> oh my word! I love those guys. Yeah, oh, I love rest things. Um, you know what? This, this is a uh, this is a uh, a cool fact, and they'll tell you this actually. Uh, when Wrestling Daily was started, they were who I wanted to be as one of the co-hosts. Like I wanted there to be like a night where there was like me and three of them, um, and they were down to like the final shortlist, as it were. Um, but then in the end. Um, we decided that I think it was that we wanted it. I wanted it to be as like diverse, and so I wanted and it was SP3. It was always going to be him. Louis was always going to be it because he was working for Wrestle Talk at the time. And then we were like, man, we need to get a female voice, and that's ultimately why Steph um, got the nod. But re- yeah. that's how much I admire wrestling's is the point of that story. I wanted them to be a well, part that's of the amazing, show, bro. I, mean, um, I, I, I noticed that. I noticed that you're very much into you know inclusivity and. You've, you know, you had them. They told they told me ages ago about when you had them on the show and how much it meant to them. So, so um, hopefully, you oh, know, man. a collaboration between the two of you uh, another time. Well, you know what I mean? Hopefully, that will happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's gonna happen. They actually asked me to go on their show last week, and I was like, "Yeah, man, let's let's work it out." It's just timings in it, but I'll, yeah, I will do it. I will do it. Uh, oh no, David has said 
Who is the best host in wrestling daily? I mean, look, Sat and SP3 are in the chat. It's uh this is gonna get sticky. I think everyone is amazing in their own right. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomat World, that's his new name. There uh, you go. And uh, I love uh, <laughs> Wrestling Daily. I love the whole team. And uh, <laughs> I feel that they are a great bunch of lads. And they're going to do really well. And they are doing really well. They and I'm happy it. for them. Honestly, all seriousness, you're all amazing, by the way. I just want to say that. Hi, thank you, brother. We're, we're delighted that you finally came through, man, that we could make it happen. I, I've said, I said this to Skillet like that literally about four times in a row when I saw him. I was like, took, took a while. It took a while, but we got there. Yeah, um, yeah, Another question. We've gone so long here, but I'm just going to keep doing it. Best Assad says best rock promo, best Stone Cold promo. Now, conventional wisdom skillet would say that Stone Cold's best promo is the legendary 316 promo. Yeah. Um, but rock has got. But. But I mean, it is. I'm not going to. I'm not going to deny that. That is his best promo. Well, it's the most iconic. Yeah. One one of my favorite. All-time Stone Cold promos that I don't think gets mentioned enough is when he had um, was the promo before the bear truck. So before he jumped on, yeah. I don't think it was the I don't think it was the bear truck when he sprayed them with the with the alcohol. You I mean the Zamboni was, where he comes down and right and yeah, and it's it just before WrestleMania 15, and he says he says to the Rock, he says. You, you hear spinning your little nursery rhymes, talk about know your role, this, and jabroni mm. drive that. Jesus Christ, son, you better get your ass in order because when Stone Cold Steve Austin checks into the SmackDown Hotel and checks into room 316, he's going to turn that son bitch and burn it to the ground. <laughs> Look at that. Listen, that promo for me, one of the all-time best. Um, the Rock... That's a hard one. I mean, rock, again, it depends what you're going for because we were saying this earlier about a heel, right? And this, the, a promo is meant to sell you on a match. And on that note, one of my favorite Austin promos is actually before WrestleMania 17. And it's not technically a promo, but I think it is where he sits down with JR and he's yeah. like, I need to beat you, Rock. Love right? He's like, he's like, I need this more than you can ever imagine. Like, And when I first watched that, it didn't resonate with me so much, right? But then when you watch what happens at WrestleMania 17, it all starts to make sense that they laid the groundwork that he was saying, you don't understand, like, I, I will do anything to beat you. Yeah. And at the yeah. time, none of us could see what that meant. But man, like the promo, it, it, it strikes such a more such chord once you've seen what happens. I, um, think, I, think, I think their rivalry is the best ever. I don't think... I, don't I think, do. Yeah. I do. Biggest business, that. most entertaining, biggest yeah, stars. Exactly. Can't argue with that. You know, one of my favorite rock promos is before Hell in a Cell, in terms of comedy, where he does he, he impersonates everyone. Drink, but drink some Budweiser. Listen to some Backstreet Boys. Uh, yeah, that like, is a classic. Uh, That's a classic. Um, like, I also uh, love when the Billy Gunn one. Hello, oh. God. Dear my God, name is Billy. <laughs> okay, Bob. But my name—it doesn't matter what it your name matter. is. The, when he destroyed Kane's voice box, my yeah. name is Kane, and I I'm a Rudy Poo. Now he's had too many. He's got too many promos, man. Um, yeah, obviously, I love Hollywood Rock as well. Hollywood Rock was amazing. 
Uh, you see, again, I would say, you know, I've just thought of like when he was killing Undertaker's, like Undertaker's 20 pound head. Um, you know, I'm going to shove it straight up your ass. But yeah, the Hollywood rock, I would say um, Sacramento is legendary. Where yeah. he's like, uh, Even they got some women. flat ass women, and the rock is gonna just say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was great. Bob's and the Toronto Bob. one as well, Toronto, yeah. Toronto, yeah. yeah. that was great. Yeah, but, oh, the Sacramento one, you're going the Sacramento, the Sacramento one. one, killer, just just for the like, uh, the Lakers line that he does at the end. He's like, when when they'll beat the Kings in May, and the arena yeah. goes mad, Crazy. But the Toronto one. The Toronto one, like you said, that's got so many killer lines in it as well. So many. Hey, yay! Yay! I saw it! That's where we live! That's where we live! Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) But another classic one, uh, quickly, when he was in the corporation, just joined, Big Show helped The Rock beat Mankind in the ladder match, and um, uh, Big Show wanted some credit from The Rock, and The uh, the Rock said, uh, Big Time! You think you can just waltz onto the rock stool? <laughs> he just—he was just so funny, man. Like he just—I don't know how those guys kept a straight face with all that stuff because he's just. Oh, he's, honestly, the, the rock every time he was with Lillian was tremendous as well. Yeah. Where he was like, "Are you looking at the people's?" And he would like do his belt, the strudel. He was like, "You get wet with perspiration yeah. every time yeah. Yeah. you're around yeah. the rock." Like the guy was so good, was, honestly. You can't replicate that kind of file, yeah. anyway. Uh, guys, thank you very much for all of your questions. I know there's some more, but we are going to cut it now. We've been an hour, man. Uh, yeah, thank dude. you very much for all of your time tonight. Um, we got through the rocky stages of the uh, the stupid connection that I had at my house, so thank you very much for bearing with us. But uh, man, it's been an absolute pleasure to have Skillet on. Tonight, CM Chris, where you at, man? Give us the links. Big up CM Chris, man. Big Give up us them Chris. links. Thank you so he'll, much. He'll come through. And he'll thank you for having Someone me, man. Will. This, this has been up. so much fun, and I, and and we're, I'm I'm gonna flip it on the kick out and, and, and invite you as well, Alex. Get you guys on the show as well. So for sure, mate. We would love to come uh, and and always chat wrestling with you, my man. Um, hopefully next year. There's going to be some UK shows banging around that we can have some fun at. Are you trying to hit Rumble or Mania? I'm trying. Well, we're trying to do Rumble. I definitely want to try and get Ace out there because Ace is um, he's recovering from a kidney transplant. It's all successful. All went well. Yeah, so he's been... Really? Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some, some people don't know about that. So yeah, that's why he's kind of been a bit Can quiet. I message my guy. 100 yeah. what, what i'll do is when he's back on his feet i'm gonna get you on man because it'd be good to have him and me and him have you on and interview with, you know with ace with ace being there for real so, yeah let's do so, that let's um, do that but yeah i would love to treat him to more rumbles so we'll see we'll see what happens i don't know we'll see well i hope everybody has uh enjoyed the show tonight like we don't always go an hour these days and you all ask for us to do it and tonight we did, so I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I'll be the first show, you know how that goes, SB3 and Sa'in Yangi, both who have been in the live chat tonight. They've got you on Monday. Then I will be with Sat on uh, Tuesday and SB3 on Wednesday. And then we've got a special show on Thursday where all four co-hosts are in the house. I'll explain why on Monday. Uh, until then, enjoy your weekend of wrestling, gang. We all love to see it. Skillet, man. Tell the people 
where they can find you if they want yes. to, man. Please, yes. If you liked any of my madness today, please follow me on Twitter at Skillet World, S-K-I-L-L-I-T World. Same with Instagram. Please follow me. I do follow back and I love to interact with wrestling fans. So please don't be shy to ask me any random questions. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having me so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for having me, Alex. And listen, Alex, have a lovely Christmas as well. You and the family. I see you and your beautiful children. So please have a Thank lovely, you, lovely, lovely Christmas. And think of me if the kids ever jump off uh, your, your kitchen counter trying to do Captain Jack moves. Just think of me. <laughs> they won't sell for me. That's their yeah. problem. They won't sell. They, and they, they want to get their in. They want to get their in. They don't want to sell. Bad so they're like, the mil, they're like Mil Mascaris. You've got a bunch of two yeah. Mil Mascaris. <laughs> Carol, I'm going to follow you back. Definitely, Carol. And how dare you ask a hard question like that? How dare you? That's what she put it on you. She's earned it. Anyway, thank you guys so much for enjoying uh, the show tonight. Enjoy uh, and following us. Share, subscribe, like, all of that good stuff. You know how that works here on Wrestling Daily. But until later, thank you for joining us right here on Wrestling Daily.